This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, July 1st, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. All right, I want to put this whole Macy's issue to bed, and boy, what a confusing story this turned out to be. Late last week, Macy's filed with the Department of Labor for the state of Maryland what they call a WARN notice, which stands for Work Adjustment and Retraining Notification, and they said that they were going to be closing the Annapolis and Columbia stores, laying off 103 people here in Annapolis. We reached out to Macy's for a statement, and no one returned the call until very late in the day, the day before yesterday, and the spokesperson said, oh, we're not closing. I questioned why they filed the form saying that they were closing, and they really didn't answer other than saying, read the statement that they had. Well, we checked with the Department of Labor, and we spoke with Fallon Pear, who is the Director of Communications for the Maryland Department of Labor, and she said that Macy's initially filed the warn notice indicating a complete closure. After it was widely reported in the area, they did go back to Department of Labor the night before last and amended it. And while Macy's is in trouble, at this point, it does look like Macy's will continue to operate here in the Annapolis Mall. A little bit later on this morning, the Board of Public Works is going to be meeting, and that contains Governor Hogan, Comptroller Francho, and Treasurer Nancy Kopp. And they're about to present a $672 million worth of cuts to the budget because of the COVID-19 pandemic. That's the first shot of a total of $1.45 billion that they're going to be cutting to make ends meet. However, Comptroller Peter Francho is opposed to $205 million of those cuts, and there will be some fireworks at the Board of Public Works meeting a little bit later on this morning. It will be interesting to see how it comes out. Francho has said basically that if there is anything that affects education spending, teacher or state employee pay or retirement programs or anything that benefits younger people, he's going to fight it. And he's got a list totaling up about $205 million of the proposed $672 million in cuts. So that'll be interesting to see the governor and the comptroller slug it out. As for the remaining $700 million, that will be considered by the General Assembly when they do reconvene in January of 2021. Hey, the Annapolis City is moving forward on the City Dock redesign as well as the Hillman Garage rebuild, and they have whittled it down to two groups of companies to do the project. Now, the dock portion is going to be funded by a resilience authority, which will be able to issue and sell bonds, and the garage is going to be handled by the successful bidder who will design, build, finance, operate, and maintain the garage. So it looks like the city is essentially selling the garage operations to whoever comes out ahead of this. The two groups that are involved is one group called AMRP, and that comprises the Hunt Companies out of El Paso, Texas, James W. Sewell Companies out of Maine, Tradewell Franklin Infrastructure out of Maine, Walker Consultants in Washington, Whiting Turner in Baltimore, Premium Parking in Baltimore, BCT Architects in Baltimore, Via Transportation out of New York, WSP Global in Montreal, and Mahon Reichel in Baltimore. The second one is called Preston Hollow Capital, and that does include Provident Resources Group out of Louisiana, S.B. Ballard Construction Company out of Virginia, SP Plus Corp. out of Illinois. They're the current parking administrators that we have here in the city. Clark Nexon out of Virginia. Structured Parking Solutions out of Florida. Philad Architecture out of Washington, D.C. And Municap out of Columbia. Good to see that the city is moving ahead on this. Fingers crossed that it all comes out in the end. 
And some sad news. The Bowie Bay Sox announced yesterday that their 2020 season has been officially canceled by Major League Baseball due to the pandemic. They were scheduled to begin on April 9th when the season was delayed indefinitely, and they did get the word yesterday that it is done. General Manager Brian Shawcross said, We are aware that our community shares our disappointment in learning there will be no Bowie Bay Sox games this season. We would like to thank our fans, corporate partners, season ticket holders, and employees for their patience and support during the difficult and uncertain time. We now turn our focus to the 2021 season and hopes of playing a full season next year. Now, if you do have season tickets or a mini plan holder, you're going to be contacted directly by the Bay Sox to handle refunds or what you want to do with that. If you had purchased a Fielder's Choice Pack or any of the promotional packages throughout the year, also look for your email. You'll be able to pretty much get a refund or use them again next year. And as minor league ball is always want to do, when life gives you lemons, they make lemonade. You can go to BaySox.com and get a limited edition 2020 BaySox t-shirt branded the undefeated season. Yes, undefeated. They didn't play a darn game. That's real disappointing for me. I love the Bay Sox. I think they're a great value right up the road in Bowie. And boy, I hope this is all behind us come 2021. And as we wrap up, just a brief notice that we are going to be taking a break on Friday to celebrate Independence Day. We were debating back and forth whether it was going to be Monday or Friday, but it seems that everybody is going with Friday. So we're going to go with Friday. So we will not have a daily news brief on Friday, but we will be back on Monday the 6th. All right, that does wrap it up for us this morning. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to update these stories and more throughout the day as well. If you're someplace you can give us a rating or a review, please do that and let your friends and family know where to get a podcast and how to download a podcast and how to subscribe to this one. Other than that, hang tight. George Young is standing by with your local DMV weather and he's coming up as he always does right after this brief message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, July 1st. Yesterday was another day that played out exactly as expected with more sunshine and temps again in the 80s to 90 plus in spots to end the month of June. But today will likely be a bit of a different mix with sun and clouds and some scattered showers and storms as well to kick off July. Look for highs today in the 80s before sunshine returns tomorrow with highs in the 80s and 90s. Again, before more sunshine and heat on Friday to end the work week with highs in the 90s across all of Anne Arundel County. As for the weekend, it'll be standard July weather with 80s and 90s each day and a chance of PM storms as well. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app 
on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Very few things in life are so precious and so irreplaceable that we all must do our part to protect them. The Chesapeake Bay is one of those things. You can do your part by contributing to the Chesapeake Bay and Endangered Species Fund. It's that little line item you'll see at the very end of your Maryland tax return. Any amount you give makes a difference, and it's tax deductible. I'm Peter Franchot, Maryland Comptroller. Our bay and rivers thank you. Learn more about the Chesapeake Bay Trust at cbtrust.org. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.